1: He's a great friend of the show. I'd like to consider him. He's probably our greatest trainer friend of the show. He's always generous with his time. uh, And he's one of the superstars, a current premiership winning trainer here in South Australia. We speak of Michael Hickmott. Uh, Michael, thanks for joining us, mate. Good morning, guys. You're too kind, Miles. Yeah, well, well, it's well, it's true. I didn't pump your tyres up too much and nothing comes off my training bill. But, uh, you, you, mate, you, you got the got the premiership last year and you've got to hold on that. Before we get into a few runners, though, you're still developing things at the farm and you sort of had a bit of a tough run with a few horses with injury.
0: Yeah, well, look, it's just one of those things. I, I uh, You know, we knew we were going to have a very quiet season this season. Unfortunately, you know, we lost horses... In taunting Lord Vladivostok, Pindaric echoes and eternity. Uh, you know the list can go on. Um, you know, Don't dream it's over is another one. You know I think I think at one stage there, at the end of last season we worked out we lost seven out of our top eight rated horses. So look, it was just always going to be a re- rebuilding year. Um, we've had four really nice unraced horses make their way across to. Uh, Douglas White in Hong Kong, which is a bit of a loss out of the stable. You know they're horses that could have gone and won two or three or four races this season in town but uh, all very good. we just got the guys out here. We're doing five kilometres worth of fencing this week at the farm and this week and next week so we've got plenty going on out here and I think we'll have a really big season next season.
2: So is it true that Munster's now your uh, best horse in the stable?
0: Oh, I did, well, I did <laughs> not say <laughs> this.
2: <laughs> Sorry, oh well
0: no. <laughs> oh, I... Uh, I better I better cover Taunting's ears when when I
1: reckon How is Taunting going, Michael?
0: He's good. He's just coming back, and and we might see him kick off first off in the Lightning at the end of the season. Or he's he's so well rated, we might even just let him poke through his grades. But um, he's just coming back from a knee op, and um,
1: I've got no doubt he's the best horse I've put a bridle on at this stage. Oh gee, hey, well, what about um? You had a bit of a crack. At the Magic Millions, you actually ended up buying a horse while we were on air on trackside. Um, how are all those sort of horses going? Are they sort of going through the process um, with all of them at the moment because it looks like you sort of you've stocked your numbers right up to have sort of have a crack when they come on.
0: Yeah, no, we, we did. Yeah, we've we got them breaking at the moment. Jared Lynch breaks the horses in here in South Australia, and and he's uh, he's getting through them at the moment. Um, really, really happy with those horses. We've still got some shares available and. And some really good value horses there as well. But um really, really delighted with them. Um we've got a couple off at the breakers at the moment that are you know really taking his eye. And um yeah, very positive. Actually, the horse that I bought on air, he's a horse that I'm gonna put back through the ready to run sales. Um he's he's a really nice, precocious horse and he broke in as well. So uh he may end up in he may end up in Hong Kong as well. But um no, we look got some really nice horses there and we even bought a horse uh, you know, in the famous colours that Claire rode in so many times off Ken Smith's auction a couple of nights ago, Exalted Fire, who's a who's a really nice horse. He's won on Saturday grade, and I think he's going to be a really nice horse to kick them next season off. So if anyone wants a, a, a cheap share in a horse feel free to contact me because uh, we're syndicating him at the moment. Well,
2: they're supposed to be ready to race too, which is really exciting. Yeah, and shout out to Ken Smith. I don't think his health's going well, but it was nice to chat to him and Helen last week and um, been a big part of my life, like you said, then, um, Michael. Yeah, the uh, exalted horses and, uh, yeah, they've certainly created a bit of a dynasty here in South Australia. But... Um, just back on that, sorry, you mentioned Garrett Lynch does some work for you. He's actually been training out really well as well. Do you actually work with him no, a
0: little no, bit? No, sorry, sorry to interrupt, Claire. It's Jared, Lynch, Jared. Jared. Oh,
1: are they related? Brother. Younger brother. Oh, younger uh, brother. Sorry. Well, gun horseman, all <laughs> the same. <laughs>
2: but Jared trying to win the other day as well, actually, at Balaclava. Paid the yeah, 17s. No. Uh, no,
0: no. So Jared, uh, Jared does them and Sophie Logan does a bit on those horses as well. And, uh, you know, Jared, uh, Jared's one of the best horsemen I've ever seen, I think.
1: Uh, well, that's a good wrap from you. Mate, can we talk about... Um, uh, no, it's a little bit off topic, but can we talk about some of these tracks uh, that we've got going around? I know the parks is a little bit tired at the moment, but uh, look, Murray Bridge probably showed uh, some tired colours last week. Strathalbin midweeks showing some tired colours. Is it par for the course, or do you think that maybe that we need to do something in regards to having some sort of all-weather type set up at some point?
0: Oh, look, I think it's, we, we play in an outdoor sport. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a, a bit of a ticky thing. You've just thrown this on me here. But, look, no, so I could be diplomatic and I could be direct. But, look, I think at, at some stage I've got no doubt that it's in South Racing SA's game plan to re, re uh, redo album which I think would be fantastic. It's such a central track. If we could get a well-cambered track at album I think, it would be fantastic. I'm sure that Nick Redden and the guys at Racing SA would have done their due diligence on how many meetings we lose a year. And and if it was showing there that it was a a, a negative net loss, we would have had a synthetic track in by now. And Murray Bridge was probably one of the first times I saw it race poorly last week, which was bad to see. Um, I think, you know, we've got the parks, which I think we all know how that plays. The course proper just was fantastic over the carnival. I don't think anyone could have complained about that. Uh, and, and, and we've got Gawler as well. So, look, maybe we just need to juggle them around a little bit on a Saturday. We want to be seeing Saturday races on the best possible surface. Um, but, you know, the short answer is it, it would be fantastic to have Strathalban overhauled at some stage in the not-too-distant future and have, you know, Morfordville Strathalban, Gawler and Murray Bridges four really, really good venues.
1: Uh, let's go a little bit off-topic here. Uh, Jervois Footy Club bit of an involvement down there and sort of maybe working into doing a few things a bit later on in the year, but uh, you like looking after the locals down there too.
0: Yeah, I look, obviously we're living here at Wellington now and, and Jervois footy club, I think Jade's my wife's father, two of her uncles are life members. My brother played there uh, when he was back in South Australia, Rob for a little while. And, and, you know, we're living here now. So it's a local club. They're doing a great job, you know, take, Silverlocks led them to the last two grand finals and they're trying to go um you know for the three peak this year would be fantastic. So no, I I do sponsor the club and it's something that I really enjoy that can take me away from racing a little bit and freshen my head up.
1: And you've come to the city too and have got a bit of an involvement with the Norwood football club now too, through Michael Wilkins and the team.
0: Yeah, Michael Wilkins is uh I get along with him great, so it's fantastic to get down there with Wilco and Wolfie Blast and a few of those guys at the the monthly uh, Norwood functions. It's um it's great. They've actually got a couple of horses in work with us now, so you'll be seeing the Norwood racing colours go around soon.
1: So, no, is, that, uh, is that your colours maybe with what like a red star or something?
0: Yeah, so it's basically my colours but made into the the navy blue and red. So um, the first horse that will debut them is a horse called Fortis in Armis, named after you know their their um their logo, their motto. So. That'll be fantastic and they're a great club to be involved in and and really enjoying it.
2: Michael, to get this back on track...
1: Yeah, so we're, just, we're, t- we're touching on a bit here. We've dropped this on him too, so for the <laughs> listeners out there, we've, we've literally said, can you help us out? We've dropped you've it got... straight on, so you've, thank you, mate. We you appreciate have, it.
2: You have three runners today at Moorfordville Parks. Race four, you kick off with a horse that I'm actually quite interested in having a little look at. It's number eight, Prince of Fences. Uh, reading the form, it looks like it fresh him back up and blinkers again. Um, how's this horse going, and, and do you think that he's going to be able to um, take a bit more of a forward position here at the Parks track and be hard to beat?
0: Yeah, he was meant to take a forward position last start as well, so I'm not <laughs> sure. Um, no, anyway, I'm just having a joke there. But, um, no, look, oh, the horse is drawn awkward. Um, he, was actually, he, he was actually meant to race at Warrnambool, and he got across there, and long story short, he somehow got balloted out as a 61 and a 64. Um, he's, a, he's a nice horse that continues to go well. Um, if he could sneak across from that barrier without doing too much work, I think he'd be right in the finish. Um, you know, looking at Daniel's ratings for the race, it's, it's quite an, it's quite an even race. Um, yeah, look, I think if he were to run to his right figure, I think he'd be, you know, I think he'd be right in the finish.
1: Let's go to race number five. You've got the booze. The booze is back at Morfordville, uh, Oak Bank, and then, uh, went up, looks like it probably just didn't handle the dirt, uh, up there. that does it on speed, doesn't mind the sting out of the deck either, and, uh, has a reasonable record at the trip.
0: Yeah, the wetter the better. Um, he's got a lot of owners in the territory and they just wanted to try and win an Alice Springs Cup and he just, he just doesn't like it. He went up there last year and he started favourite twice and he just we made an excuse for him last year, but he just hates it up there. Um, he actually came back and ran in this exact same type of race last year, was off a 27-day spell, uh, finished an unlucky third and then backed up seven days later and won. So uh, I would think that, um, he's going to need a lot of luck from a bad barrier. Um, he's probably not as wound up as I had him for this exact same race last year. So um, probably whatever he does on Saturday, he'll he'll, he'll improve on. Uh, certainly not saying that he can't win, especially with uh, the scratching of Cliff Brown's horse. Uh, I think that wild imagination represents good value if you're having a bet. Um, yeah, I think he'd be around the mark, but I wouldn't be declaring it.
2: Awkward gate there with Angus Chung taking the claim, though, to help you out. Race nine, uh, number eight legs follow. You've got Sophie Logan here taking the claim as well. Um, he's resuming as well. Um, this is a pretty even race. This last race, and it's hard to know exactly how the track's going to be playing by the last race. But drawing barrier one could probably be, could be a good thing, or couldn't be. Yeah. <laughs> I by the last last race, um, how do you think he's going uh, in this first up run?
0: Yeah, barrier one will be polarizing by race uh, by race nine on Saturday. It's either, yeah, I couldn't agree more there. But um, look, he loves the wet. Uh, the horse is going really good. I would say that this, uh, you know, this is this race for a benchmark seventy-eight on the Saturday. It would be well above standard. Um, you know, Magnetic Edge, he's exclusive coming off a very strong win. Even a horse like Doctor DD was very good the other day at, at, at Um, I would say any one of six or seven horses could win this with the right run. And uh, let's be honest, Lakes Folly always seems to find bad luck. So. Um, <laughs> Uh, it, it, look, if he if he if he gets a little bit of luck, I'm sure that he'll go well at Sophie's first time riding the horse, and that seemed to work. His last two, Alana and Angus, jumped on him for the first time, and he won. So we've uh, we've tried to keep that going.
1: Sophie's actually riding in pretty good nick at the moment, too, isn't she?
0: Double last week, riding wonderfully. It's uh, she's in a great headspace with with David Jolly now. I know she worked, as I said but she works in a lot with Jared Lynch, her partner. Um, yeah, she's riding wonderfully. It's, uh, she should be utilising that two kilo claim at the end of her apprenticeship and, and uh, I'm sure a lot of people are seeing that now.
1: Michael, mate, uh, pr- thanks for jumping on last minute with us uh, and first thing this morning, mate. I really appreciate it. You've run through uh, all your horses for us A really difficult day and, but you, you've got a few smoky chances. So I appreciate your time and yeah, no doubt we'll have you on again soon uh, and always love chatting to you.
0: Thanks, guys.